And welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio program, where tonight I am bringing to you one of my very best friends and the most amazing tour guide I've ever met. Um, Soily and I spent a good solid four months traveling together in Costa Rica when I lived there back in 2012. Um, so I wanted to bring her on because I get questions all the time about Costa Rica. I lived there. I posted tons of pictures. Uh, you know, I... I traveled all around the country thanks to Soily and so I thought why not just bring Soily on and we can answer a lot of these frequently asked questions about Costa Rica because a lot of times you don't know where to start you just think maybe I'll go to a travel agent I'm not sure so welcome Soily and could you give a little bit more of a background story on yourself it's super impressive so um yeah welcome Hi, Steph. Um, well, thank you. First of all, thank you very much for the invite. Um, I feel very honored. Uh, it's nice to hear from you. Um, well, as you already said, um, my job for very many years, during 21 years in Costa Rica, um, has been a, a naturalist tour guide. Actually, I've been leading groups from different ages, um, different uh, countries all over Costa Rica and also in Nicaragua and Panama. Um, as you probably have heard from Stephanie and you have seen from her pictures, uh, Costa Rica is a very beautiful country. We love nature. We're based on it. We love it. We protect it. So most of the time when you come to visit this beautiful country, it's because you like it. Um, Costa Rica has a lot to offer. We are a very tiny little piece of land. We actually, if you compare... Uh, Costa Rica to a state of uh, United States, we are almost um, the same size as West Virginia. But we are very lucky and very blessed because we have a lot of different types of ecosystems. So depending on the area where you go or you visit, you can see many different things. Uh, we have a lot of beautiful uh, rainforests, dry forests, different types of birds, uh, the nature is beautiful, and there's also a lot of adventure, and Stephanie is actually one of the most adventurous persons that I've ever had as a, <laughs> as a client and as a visitor. Uh, it was actually a nonstop adventure since she came to the country until, she, until you left, and, um, and it was very nice because she made me do actually things that I've never done before. <laughs> so uh, if you are a person that loves nature, you like adventure, and that Costa Rica is the place to be. Oh, that's I great. actually, as a, as a tour guide, uh, mostly based my, well, you know, when you're a tour guide, you have to know about everything because you never know who you are going to meet or who you are going to have, I mean, what client you are going to have. So we really need to know a little bit of everything, but um, Costa Rica is mostly based uh, on nature. So that's why I started uh, studied ecotourism in, in university. And then, of course, within the passing of the years, I took a lot of different courses about birds, plants, volcanology, so that I'm informed and I can provide uh, all of my clients the information that they that they need and they want to know, of course. Yeah, and that's, um, thank you for clarifying that, because just just being a tour guide is one thing, but to have your background is something completely different, and I learned so much about nature, the ficus trees, and um, the different kinds of rainforests, apparently there are multiple kinds of rainforests, um, the different birds, and you really helped me to understand how everything worked together too. So I felt like by the time I had visitors come visit me there, I could kind of give many tours too. And that was really fun. That's correct. And <laughs> uh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I think this job, well, first of all, I don't think it's a job. If you don't have the passion, first of all, for people, because uh, some people go on holidays because they are stressed. Some people go because they want to go extreme on adventure some people want to go away some people want to go enjoy with their families so not everybody has the same a uh, um, goal you know when they go on holidays yeah. um you and and i really appreciate that because you love nature but you also wanted to see everything you wanted to make all your trip about a uh, also you know do things that had to do with fitness, so you were you look to hike, you like to go rafting. Well, I can stay here all day and name 
all the things that we do and I don't think <laughs> yes. I'm going to have enough time. I am going to put lots of pictures in <laughs> <But> here. <laughs> I think being a tour guide it's like you have to be the ambassador of your country, okay? Because you this is it's a combination of charisma, of knowledge and fun because you can have someone on a bus that knows everything about the country, but if it doesn't make it fun, well, you can go to the library. <laughs> you can have someone that is too funny but you don't learn. So if you combine all these three things and you try to do it the best because you really loved it, I think you accomplish a, what you want and what you are trying to do with your clients. That was great. It's And that's what I felt like with you. I felt like, because when I got to Costa Rica, I said, I'm here. That uh, I want to experience it the way that a Costa Rican would experience it. But obviously, I wanted to do some of the touristy things. So you were great in guiding me to the things that were not super uh touristy super gringo. correct, correct. <laughs> um but you know you you helped us figure out some different things to do that um that were very much costa rica so one more thing i want to talk about um with your background is that you speak five different languages correct yes i speak actually a there's two of them that i speak but i have i don't use them very often so i perfectly understand but i feel more shy but I do speak fluent 100% and write and, and read a German, Italian, English, Spanish, those four. And I, I do have all the uh, know-how about running a tour and know the plants, the birds, everything of what my job, of course, requires. That's so, fantastic. Yes, In other languages. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, it's like you're talented. I think it's just that it's something the most... Well, you know, I like to talk a lot, but <laughs> but I think the most here. you practice, it becomes like when you drive a car, you can combine them and and then you just, it just comes out naturally, you know, but thank you for, <laughs> for mentioning that. True. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just, it, it's just always been such a pleasure to work with you. So, um, of course I wanted to bring you on here. So we're going to take just a really quick break and then we will be right back. You've heard me talk a lot about learning how to reach your fitness goals and more frequently how to look as fit as you feel while learning to stop chasing skinny. And you've also thought to yourselves, yeah, I do want to reach my fitness goals in a shorter, more concise way to stop wasting my time bouncing back and forth from fitness tip to fitness tip in magazines, wasting hours researching the latest and greatest diet only to end up looking and feeling the same way you've been looking and feeling for years. And my guess is that you've been thinking about this for a long time. Am I right? I know the feeling because I played these games too. For a very long time, in fact. I'm here to tell you this. Stop thinking and sign up for the SK Fit Life Challenge, an online training, nutrition, and coaching program that will lead you through 12 weeks of step-by-step -step guidance to help you finally reach your goals of looking fabulous and feeling fabulous. You're going to get to free up all the headspace you've been wasting, picking through random diet information being fed to you through the media and simplifying the seemingly complicated world of health. Your chances now. Do you really need more time, more information, more plans for the future? Or do you want to become that fit person today? Because the truth is this. You can be that fit person, or you can be the person that sits around thinking about becoming fitter. It's your choice. Read more magazines, blog posts, and bits and pieces on social media, or take action. Because let's face it, if you're not where you want to be, your current program is not working out for you. I want you to be successful. And why is this? Because you've already got what it takes. You've been doing the work all along. It's just been the wrong work. You have the desire, the discipline, and the potential. Now let's get you on the right track so those efforts you are already putting in can take you in the best direction possible. Join me and the hundreds of other SK Fit Life clients for the 12-week online fitness challenge at skfitlife.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. And welcome back to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio show. So Soily, spelled Z-O-I-L-H-Y, right? So Correct. Um, I just, because some people ask me, who is who is your friend in Costa Rica? I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her name. So Miss Soily Soto has, um, so she really made my trip super special. It was totally customized. It was everything that I wanted to do. She would ask me, do you want a little adventure? Do you want to? 
um, see some things that are more historical, something more cultural. So we did tons of stuff like that. Um, so in, in, I was there for five months, but I met you, um, actually let me take one step back and say how I met you real quick, because I think it's a really interesting story. Um, so I'm getting ready to move to Costa Rica. I moved to Costa Rica. I get a message from a fitness friend on Facebook who I've never met in person, but we know each other through fitness. And she said, Stephanie, you don't know me, but um, I was in Costa Rica a couple years ago and I met this fantastic tour guide. And, you know, you guys may even live on the other side of the country from each other, but I, I thought I'd connect you too. And so then she sends us both a message and it turns out that it's Soily Soto and she's eight minutes away from me. <laughs> so we became fast friends and think she's my Costa Rican sister. Um, and yeah, that's how the adventure started. So we spent four solid months together where I saw her just about every day. Um, I would, I would like to add something to that. Oh yes, please. Yes, of course. Sir. Oh, yes, of course. Actually this friend in common that we had, she came here for a tour and, um, Actually, she told me about you looking for a place. When I saw you on the internet, I saw this beautiful, hot little guapa señorita, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I need to meet this girl. At least, you know, I, we have to take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you see people in the and This is what I love about you. And I know this probably doesn't have to do with Costa Rica. It's like you are so personal to it. That's probably why you like this type of adventures or tourists a kind of stuff that you did because um, it was like a click you know and you all what you did and what you taught me because you have been a role model and an inspiration for me in what you do and you like people to feel like that about you and that's why you respect my job so much and that's that's the people that I like to travel with also you know people that really understand what I'm trying to uh, transmit through my things to them about my content, what we have to offer. Exactly the same as you do with your clients, that they fall in love with the place. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. I really appreciate that. You're very well. And I love that you added that piece in there because that's, I guess I, I, I didn't really know how to articulate what you do because you don't, you're not there just to, um, just to, just as a job. That's not you at all. You would do this for free if you could. (laughs) (laughs) So. <laughs> well, that, that that's exactly what I'm saying is, is like, well, of course, you know, there's always a, you have to work, but I'm so passionate about this and you can apply, like, for example, I apply this, like you apply in your clients that you want the people. And this is what I want to do. I want people to see Costa Rica through my eyes. I love that. And I'll put that's this exactly in the show what notes, I, but that's how want. you can find Soily Soto uh, on some social media is Costa Rica through my eyes. I love that. That's great. So, um, let's, then, yes. Yay. Okay. So let's go ahead. Um, I have a couple different ways that people contact me. Usually it's about once or twice a week, almost every week. Um, and somebody will say, I've always wanted to go to Costa Rica, but I don't know where to begin. And, or they say, Hey, Stephanie, I'm going to Costa Rica for a wedding slash family vacation slash something else, um, that has a predetermined location and time being spent there. So then they ask me, um, what else must I see or do or places that I need to go? So let's go back to the first question and talk about somebody that just, Hello? I'm sorry. So let's go back to the first question and talk about what somebody would do if they said, I've always wanted to go to Costa Rica, but I don't know where to begin. So I think to to answer this really big question, let's go ahead and start talking about the different um, areas of the country. Okay. First of all, the most, and the most important thing that I always tell the people is like, uh, I know sometimes this is not like the most comfortable question, but the most important thing, what is your budget? Okay. Oh, that's great. That way, that's actually the most important thing because knowing your budget, you can plan where you want to stay so that either if it goes from, well, 100 to 200 or 300 or whatever the, 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 the amount of money is, you can look for a place that is comfortable for you and you also have a money left to do some of the adventures because just coming here to go to the beach or stay in a pool 
I could say, and being very honest, would be a waste of time. You're absolutely right. Costa and Rica I have to... has so much outdoor yeah. activities and things to offer that just to go like, you know, like you go on an, on the, in an island and to, uh, to the beach and, and to a pool and stay there, um, Costa Rica is not the place. So the budget that you have to spend while you're vacation is very important. And I just want to okay, add then, this too real quick. The second step. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know for me moving there, it was hard for me to find information on this um, because typically you just hear that Central America is inexpensive. Um, Costa Rica, it is not, It's I would say it's the same prices as the United States. When you're going to pay for a meal, don't expect to pay like five bucks for your meal. Like expect to pay the same prices that you're going to pay no. in the United States. So I, I agree with you. And, uh, uh, the, the thing with Costa Rica, comparing to the rest of Central America, because we are different in that way, uh, we offer we also offer a different type of service. So it's a lot more high end, upscale. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, not making a, a, a bad comparison, but it's just that you pay for what you have. Yeah, yes, what there are get. a lot more luxuries in Costa Rica than okay. you get from the other places. So <laughs> exactly, you can go on a, on a lower budget, but that's why it's also so important that you take that under consideration because knowing that. Uh, and at least that's what I do with my clients. Uh, if you, if let's say, if you have $150 uh, uh, for a lodging spending per night, then you know that you have that and then the rest will be for restaurants. Anyway, uh, whenever you make a contact with someone or whenever you hire someone to help you out on planning your vacation, they have to be able to answer all questions. When someone hesitates or just don't want to go into details with you, that person is not giving you what you need. Because from a $1 to $100 that you spend, that's the money you can or you want to spend. So people have to give you service for that, you know? And I think that's what changes uh, what changes everything. Second, um, and very important, okay, is what type of vacation you want to do. Yes. Are you there? Yes, okay. I am. Uh, for example, are you an adventurist? Are you more laid back? Um, do you like, are you capable of hiking? I mean, because of uh, or your age or um, your capacity of doing it? Uh, uh, are you like a person that like, you know, adrenaline in, in your life? Or do <laughs> yes, you want please. something more quiet? Do you like nature or do you like more beach? Because this is what happened. In Costa Rica, we do not have very many all-inclusive. There's people that like all-inclusive. That's also something you take in consideration. Right. And they only are at the beach. So what I recommend, and this is for me, high priority, uh, I mean, like very important, is to combine a little bit. Maybe do not stay in the same place. Maybe you can do two places if you come for one week. Or if you stay in the same place, you can visit also the rainforest if you want, uh, because it's not very far away. But staying, for example, in the area of Arenal, which is a very nice volcano here, and then end your vacations on the beach or do it the other way around, it's a very nice combination. Everywhere you go, there is different activities for different types of people. Yes. And I love that you brought up um, all of those different things. And and you're right. I mean, to go to Costa Rica and just lay on the beach would be a waste. It really would. I mean, it'd be much better to go to an island where there really isn't much else going on. Um, but yeah, Costa Rica, you're right. You, I mean, yes, you enjoy the beaches, but um, just to lay there is, is not nearly the same. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about... No, and, and this, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. I uh, know hey, what I and one thing that I wanted to just to finish this what I'm trying to say is not that uh, being on the beach is not nice but nature is so beautiful and we have so much to offer that it will be a miss you know yes, that you not missed opportunity. that you do not enjoy this part of the country except mm-hmm. yes yes so let's talk a little it's, bit uh, about um the climates um, and cause that's, that's a really big question that people ask me. They're like, Oh, I saw that, um, that it's the rainy season. And so I can't go. Um, you know, for me, I was there starting in July 
and it rained just like you would see like in southern Florida for like July and August. September was like this this very rainy September October very rainy no more thunderstorms just rain almost like just everyday rain and then November 1st it pretty much cleared up and I think it rained two or three more times in between November 1st and December 20th when it left um so can we talk a little bit about the season right there in Guanacaste which is um the driest region um and then talk about maybe some other parts of the country that'd be great okay uh, well, uh, the North Pacific area, uh, Pacific Coast, where actually I'm located, is the driest part of the country. In Costa Rica, no matter where you are, we only have two seasons. We have the dry season, which starts in the middle of November until the middle of May. And then we have our rainy season, which is very, very important. And that's how you take it, because I see you... You took it in a nice way. We wouldn't have so much beautiful nature without this rain. But actually, the most most of the rain is concentrated during October and September. Like you, it, it really rains. So, as a um, as an advice, I wouldn't recommend you to come during those two months because I guarantee that you are going to have rain. But it's very funny because if you go to the Atlantic coast. During the month of October is one of the driest months. And that's where most of the beautiful rainforests that we have in Costa Rica are concentrated. Going towards the area of San Jose, which is in the Central Valley, in the middle of the country, uh, the temperatures are lower. It gets cooler, but uh, you can expect more rain. Then if you go to the... Atlantic coast, which is uh, very beautiful also, there's more concentration of rain during the whole year, uh, like the area of Arenal, for example, where it's uh, located on the Caribbean slope, because uh, actually that's the greenest part of the country, where the most beautiful flowers are, uh, and that's how it is. Uh, you know, flowers and trees and vegetation need the rain. But you can you can guarantee that between December, January, February, and March are perfect months to come. If, I mean, those are like the months that we can say it won't rain. But <laughs> uh, if you are looking towards nature and you like birds and animals, sometimes there's more when the rain starts a little bit because then the trees start fruiting, they have more food, so there's more possibilities of seeing a wildlife and i loved that after the rain um all the flowers were nice and and blooming and if you go whenever it's not raining at all then it can end up a little bit dry so you don't have to deal with rain but you also don't get all of those beautiful flowers and like you're saying all the it's nice and green remember the butterflies and the hummingbirds like it was like a party just there just after a little bit of rain it was like craziness in the forest it's so true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, there's certain areas that, um, and this goes into the infrastructure is better. You know, it's, there's definitely more luxuries there. So, yes, the cost is a little bit higher uh, compared to the other Central American countries. But the road system is so much better um, than even it was like 10, 15 years ago when I was there the first time. Um, so getting to the Arnal volcano from the beach is not so much of a trek and is the is the road going to be washed out because now it's a nice paved highway. Correct. There's Wi-Fi everywhere you go. You know, you can, I, I mean, you don't need, not for work, but if you want to share with your friends what you're doing, there's possibilities to connect with your family and your friends because you find Wi-Fi everywhere. There's clinics, there's hospitals in need, a pharmacy. So the, all the commodities that anybody will need when they go on holidays to feel safe and comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 by far my favorite place to vacation. So we're going to take a really quick break and we're going to come right back. I think the universe is on my side. And welcome back to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio show. Um, I am going to include tons of pictures in the show notes here of the trip that I took to Costa Rica and some of the videos and things like that. If you didn't see that, because that was back in 2012, so it's been a few years. Um, The second thing that I want to go ahead and cover here is some of the other must-see slash must-do 
things and places. So I'm going to start this out by talking about some of the things that I did while I was there. Um, we did this really great tour that had zip lining, horseback riding, and we did some rappelling, um, and and then we did some inner tubing. Right? Is that one? Is that the tour that we did? Correct. So, the tubing, yes, correct. I forgot. I it's, we did so many things. I forgot about that. Yeah, that you, you you have this tube and you go. Oh my god! Yes, yes I remember. So we did that, um, and we went to the waterfall, and you jumped from a waterfall. I jumped from a waterfall. Remember? That was one of the many waterfalls. So, that, um, it, where it, was that? What yeah, was that tour remember? called? Yeah, the Huachipiling. Hacienda Huachipiling is an adventure day tour. Okay, so that was a nice day tour. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that covers if, I think that's that tour and among others, a, other two places that do the same kind of logistic as a tour. A, if you come with your family or you have only seven days and you want to cover quite a bit of everything and you're staying only in one place, that is a must do because you get the horses you get the zip lining, you get a little bit of forest, adventure, good meal, and you are in the rainforest, correct? That was great. Yeah. That was one of the first tours that we did together. Um, something else that we did, we did some, uh, we rode some- Rafting? We did, we did rafting. Yep. We did whitewater rafting. Remember? Um, yes. And um, so I'll post some videos of that. We also, a different day, we went and we did some ATV. We rode some ATVs um, and zip lining. In the mud. So, <laughs> through tons of mud. That was one of the tours. Um, there was another tour where we took, oh gosh, we took like almost the whole day and we took a horseback ride all the way through all the back roads, through some of the roads that had been kind of washed out because it was the rainy season, we ate star fruit and mangoes and guavas and what else did we see? We saw a bunch of fruit on we our way to the beach. We galloped the white sand with the yes, water. the white sand beaches. So we came out of the woods and there was the beach. Um, yes, we snorkeled on the beach. Um we did all of this stuff. So um, just to give you kind of a reference, um, uh, Tamarindo is where Soyle currently lives and where I lived while I was there. And so we did most of our stuff right around there. And then we would take um, we would take a trip to the Arnal Volcano. We went to um, Ricon de la Vieja um, and saw some, what were those? Correct. The, the, clay, the clay pots or the... The mud pots. The mud, mud pots. pots. Yeah, we're literally, what, what is happening there? Okay, is, um, okay. <laughs> in Costa Rica, uh, believe it or not, we have 112 volcanoes. So some of them are <laughs> primary activity that are exploding and the other ones are secondary. So, uh, well, this is a very, I'm going to do a little bit of technical explanation. Here. I like this. <laughs> but when the magma runs under the earth, sometimes hits the water and, you know, we have the water fumaroles. And then there's mud, so we have the mud pots. So that's actually activity. It's boiling water, high temperatures that come from under the, the earth. That is activity, and this, this is the magma that produces this. And sometimes, well, we find soft land where it just comes out, and we can have eruptions like we used to have at the Arena Volcano. Now we have Turrialba Volcano doing that. Wow. So that was really cool to see. I'm you know, and, and I thank you for the explanation because I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> um, let's see. We well, saw... I tell you a lot of things, yes. <laughs> the what? No, it's because we did so many things that, you know, we yes. have to have a recorder. We talk a lot. We did a lot. We did a lot. I'm just trying to think of some of the things um, to mention because before getting there, I didn't even know of things to look for. I knew zip lining because I had done that. I had taken surf mm -hmm. lessons before I lived there, so I knew I wanted to learn how to surf. Um, you can take stand-up paddleboarding lessons. Um, you can do, you can even, there's a, I never did this, but there's a kiteboarding area in the Arnall. At, at Correct, say jet skis. You, you remember uh, something very interesting, and I really uh, like this, that uh, the beach tour, that was one of the most, because people come to a beach and they think that's the only beach. You remember when we did our different beach tours? Yes. Going through all the so beaches many. and watching the sunset, and that's actually a, a really nice 
thing to do not to stay only in one beach. Um, and then, of course, we went for two, three days away and did all these other things. But around the area here, there's a lot of hiking. Okay, the 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 Palo Verde boat tour. Oh yes, the Nicaragua. Yes, Nicaragua also. Remember? Oh yes, Nicaragua is not very far. Um, just to give you a little background on that, I uh, you can only be in the country for nine, up to ninety days. Um, continuously and otherwise you're not really considered a tourist you got to leave so I had to leave and so what a lot of people will do who live there is they'll just go to the Nicaraguan border and get their passport stamped and come right back well I thought I'm gonna go up there for a few hours like why not see Nicaragua so um Soily hooked me up with this great tour where I got to see um, lake Nicaragua. Um, there were all these houses on these little islands in the lake. So I got, I got to go on a really nice tour, one day tour. It was a long day, <laughs> but, um, I got to tour in Nicaragua. And so I want to, this brings me into some of my other frequently asked questions. I want to go ahead and talk about, um, safety. What is it safe? Because I spent the majority of my time there by myself as a woman. Um, I don't speak Spanish fluently. I've taken it for several years, but, um, you can really get around without, you just have to be very patient and, um, and most people, a lot of people speak English too. So just to be patient, not presumptuous and assume everybody should be speaking English. Um, and people will work with you if you're just trying to speak, uh, Spanish. Okay. So what are the five, five favorite words that we should learn before going? Gracias, which means thank you. Gracias. Then por favor, which means please. Uh, well, this is Soily Soto's private dictionary. <laughs> 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 then, and this is because not 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 as an experience. We have cerveza, which means beer, and then baño because of course you need the baño, which is the bathroom. <laughs> and then something that is a signature for our country is the word pura vida, which translated uh, literally will mean pure life. But if you see somebody on the road and you say pura vida, that means how are you doing? And you can answer back pura vida, which means I'm doing great. So it's like pure life, super cool, wonderful. Like you can put all these adjectives to this word that we use everywhere and People laugh when you say it because it's like you know a little bit of our culture. I love that. Thank you. Aww. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, so you know, we were talking about it's safety. Safety. Um, so, when I was there by myself, I prefer to not be out by myself after dark. I think that's just kind of smart. Um, I really kind of followed any safety rules that I would have for myself in a large city. Um, you know, I just had to be aware of my surroundings. Um, like I said, I don't walk alone at night. <laughs> um, you know, it, but it was, it was overall, it was super safe. Um, the only thing I really had to watch out for anybody really has to watch out for is, um, things walking off. So you really, you know, even like sandals on the beach, <laughs> I had some sandals that I had been wearing for all five months and I took them off to go take some pictures and I turned around and they were gone. I remember. Very fancy. Yeah. <laughs> they were so fancy. <laughs> yeah. I remember the beautiful dress and nice hair in the fence. <laughs> Sorry, I have to say that. She's making fun of me because I um, <laughs> just wear flip-flops. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're just flip-flops. Anyway. Okay. There is different factors of safety, you know, different ways of seeing safety. Okay. Number one, hey, let's talk about safety when you are by yourself, like you said. Okay. I'm not going to say Costa Rica is a perfect country because like any other country, you know, things happen. Things, things happen, but uh, actually it's very safe. If you go to the main city, which is San Jose, it's very crowded. We have 4.5 million inhabitants, and only in that tiny city, we have 1.5 million living there. So most of the population is concentrated. So, you know, there's robbery sometimes, but not that nothing to worry about. When you are at the coast areas, all the rainforest is very, very safe. I always recommend the people, you know, you have to trust, but that doesn't mean you have to leave your things unattended on the beach and go for a two-hour walk. <laughs> you know, it, because people think, oh, okay, this is very safe. I'm going to go 
go for a walk and I leave all my glasses and my so that's I think this is not uh, acceptable in any other country of the world. For example, in some places when there are places that are very far away because sometimes you go to a park to go for a walk and you have to go away for three uh, four hours for a hike and there's only a little parking lot under the trees. I mean, don't take your laptop and leave it in the car over yeah. there because you, you know it's. I mean, it's it's it it let let's avoid situations to happen, but it's very safe. Yes, I want to mention this because this is one of the things that make me more proud. We are one of the countries with the highest literacy in the world right now. Okay, and um, actually, um, actually, uh, that's very important. So that actually helps a lot with, um, with you know, that the, the education of the people helps that we feel really proud of, of, of everything that we have. And we try uh, that Costa Rica has oh, oh, can always keep, you know, a good name and, and we can keep a good reputation. Oh, that's uh, I don't know if you heard about this, uh, and I'm really, really proud to tell that Costa Rica is now running completely on renewable energy, and that is not a very many countries that do that, and I feel super, super proud. That's incredible. <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Oh, great. I, well, it just happened. It just happened. 100% renewable energy. Wow. That's I know. fantastic. I know that is amazing. Uh, so then about insects and all that. Mosquitoes can attack you. That can be an enemy. <laughs> and carry you away. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about other type of safety. Uh, sunrise time and sunset time when the when actually the the weather is cooler, you know, uh, mosquitoes can be <laughs> a little bit annoying. But if you have your insect repellent uh, with you, then... Bigger stuff like a jaguar is going to attack you, or a snake is going to run up. Well, they they don't run. I'm sorry, crawl after you. Uh, that really doesn't happen. Uh, animals are more scared of us than we are from them. I mean, uh, if you are in the forest by yourself walking, keep you know keep yourself on the trails because it's nature. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. Like if you are in a hotel or if you're in a restaurant, you know, it's not something to be scared of. Yeah, and I, I was going to say that too. For the the five months that I was there, I didn't see any snakes personally. Um, we sought out, like we had to go try to find the tarantula mm -hmm. during the night tour. There's a really cool night Correct. tour too. I forgot to mention that a night tour where you can see all the nocturnal animals. Um, so we had to try to see that, and I saw one scorpion that was smashed on the road. Um, outside of that, <laughs> I mean, there was. You're right. The I think the the mosquitoes and the ants were probably like the you know the biggest nuisances and that's actually exactly that's actually a good point that you mentioned that because uh, if you're a nature lover and you think that you're gonna go and find everything just sitting on the trees you know like in the television <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't happen you know nature is um unpredictable and that's something very important that we need to know uh, about that you know that you have to go on a specific places to do specific things to find specifically where you're looking for you know and sometimes it doesn't happen all the time uh, you have to try sometimes more than once but uh, nature always have another surprise if you don't find what you want to make you happy you were so right on that that's so true and um yeah especially if you're going to only be there for a week or two weeks and you you want to see something specific don't i would say don't don't try to go it on your own like if you want to see a sloth don't just think that oh i'm just going to spend some time there and see a sloth i would definitely hire a, a professional <laughs> to help you see a sloth <laughs> exactly and 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 that's very important that people that that people know, you know, that uh, nature is uh, unpredictable. Um, if we're talking about something else, you know, about safety, for example, uh, uh, talking about money, Costa Rica is, and I, I know you agree with this, uh, on this with me, Costa Rica is very, very good about exchanging money anywhere. No matter oh, if yes. you go to a little, little market, you can exchange money the same as exchange as the bank. You could just pay for stuff in American dollars. Exactly. And just, in, in that, U.S. That is the in, exchange. Okay, look at that. Look at that. I'm going to mention something about that. Yes. We are in America, in the middle. <laughs> in the middle. 
Sorry. But we are in America. So US it's dollars. It's true. Okay. So US dollars. You taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but just remember, and it's very, <laughs> you're laughing because you remember about that, huh? Because I used to correct people all the time when I lived there. I yes, know. Exactly. You, that's what I mentioned it. Obviously. You, see, that's you, what, that, what means this? You need another vacation. Okay? Yes. In Costa Rica. Yes. To refresh all that. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So talking about money, I want to go ahead and talk about tipping because that's one of those customary things that when you try to read it online, um, you know, it has a wide variety, which it also does here in the U.S. When you read it, they're like, I don't know, 10%. Really, I mean, 20%, like, or more. Or, you know, oh. it's... Okay. What, what is your take on it? A lot of the places when you go sometimes... They do have, like, for example, restaurants at 10% included on their bill. Because we do not only, we do not only have uh, people from the United States or from, you know, that actually, well, to tell you the truth, most of the time, majority are the ones that people that is yeah. the tip as a custom. So they include that, you know, to do it for service. But if you see the prices, people appreciate if you give them a little bit of cash because they will share that money in between all of them, you know? So if you think that your your server or your guide or your driver or the person at your maid at the hotel or at the house because not everybody stays in hotels made a good job, people really appreciate the tips, okay? And only in the restaurant service is in the restaurants is where they do include that 10%, which is Actually, something that they're sharing between the kitchen and everybody. So they will appreciate a gratuity. Yeah. And I want to point You want to give another 10%? I, I, I always, excuse me, I always leave it, you know, at, to the people how much they want to give because it's an appreciation. But it's, uh, people, people really um, um, enjoy having that and, and are thankful for it. Yeah, and, and that's something else I kind of wanted to talk about that I didn't realize until I got there. So prices for things are about the same as the U.S., but wages are not the same. Wages are lower, typically. So, no. um, you know, when... Correct. <laughs> I mean, like, pretty significantly lower. Um, so it's... Yeah. You're a great tipper, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're a great tour guide. <laughs> no, um, but I, I learned this stuff from you because had I not learned it from you um and from spending five months there I never would have known so you know that's why I wanted to record this show to let people know like these are the things that I learned about this is these are the subtleties that you don't get from tour guides and you don't or um tour websites and you don't get from um uh, travel agents you know they're not really gonna fill you in on this sometimes so um yeah so that's you what, want me to give you a great tip Yes, please. Another one that you will never find anywhere, and this is because we probably moved a little bit forward. One thing, never exchange money at the airport. Bring small bills, 20 stands, because it's good for tipping. And then if you pay in a supermarket, not everybody will have exchange in U.S. currency. So you will get colones back. And one U.S. dollar is 530 colones. So you probably spent... You want to pay maybe something small with the $20 and the change they give you, it seems like you can buy a car with it. <laughs> True. Because it's so, Cause it's it's so, so much change <laughs> that we, have, we, have, we carry a lot of coins and bills. So a very wonderful and good piece of advice is like always bring small money. Don't worry about changing it in colones because everybody accepts dollars. And if you want to go to the bank, you can you can pay anywhere with dollars. If you use your credit card, they will ask for an ID to avoid any frauds that you can use any IDs. But if you go to the bank to take money out of your credit card or to exchange, you need your document. So leave your country with a photocopy of your passport. That's a good piece of advice. That's a great piece so of advice. So you always have a, a document. Yes. Yes. You don't, you don't necessarily always need to carry your passport, but at least bring your copy of it. Mm-hmm. Just to the bank. Just, yeah, just to the bank. <laughs> um, so a couple of other things, since we are talking about money, because uh, that seems to be a really big thing. Um, I want to talk about um, a couple different things that some people may not realize is that it is quite expensive to rent a vehicle while you're there compared to maybe what it is in the U.S. Um, and then gas prices. Gas prices are a lot more um than they are here. 
So, um, you know, that's something to take into consideration too, whenever you are trying to find your transportation from the, from the airport and things like that. Right. Yeah, that's correct. But I'm, I'm going to tell you something that I actually found out uh, within the last seven months because of experiences. Renting a car in the United States and renting a car here is actually the same. Because when you rent it in, in the United States and you pick it up here, they are not including any of the taxes. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, correct. And I just realized it. So they add insurances and things that... Uh, that you don't know about just always read the small small letters you know okay. internet but sometimes we avoid and we just say yes accept next next <laughs> don't read that because actually um you can get a good price from a car depending on the company a uh, in my case because i i would like people to feel that they don't only have a travel agent or someone that plans their vacation is that they see in me a friend that they can ask you know a the person can recommend you several places but always look around and try to find out how much it is here always go for both choices so that you don't end with the surprise that you're adding up money once you get to costa rica yeah that's great that's really great because um yeah, some, I, and I, everybody kind of plans their vacations a little bit differently. Some people like to plan in advance before they ever hit the ground in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like to just wing it. I'm just the wing it person, but um, usually it works out for me, but sometimes sometimes it doesn't, um, you know, and that's where I kind of learn after the fact. Um, so one thing that I want to talk about too here is talking about the high season versus the low season, which... It, that translates to the rainy season being the low season to the dry season, which is the high season. Um, most travel agents will tell you to go during the high season slash dry season. Um, and I explained a little bit about how I really like being there when it's a little bit rainy because it's the flowers are blooming and everything. But um, from a logistical standpoint, there are a lot more options when you're not there in the high season. High season is expensive Absolutely. and it's crowded, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And the prices. Prices are it can like be, three, four, uh, five, six times. <laughs> okay. The, okay, because there is three, there is divided in three seasons. It's the green season, the high season, and the peak season. Ooh. The peak will be from like Christmas, New Year's, Easter. Okay, it's another part of the peak season. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, for example, the holidays for you, not for us, the yes. July. So the prices, for example, right now is Easter. We have tons of people. Okay, pluses and, well, the advantages and and, and are, first of all, well, you assure yourself. Uh, that there is going to be sun, but it's always hot and sunny. Actually, yeah, I never had a problem. Having that. a little bit of clouds <laughs> that are produced by the rain makes sunsets even better, and that's <laughs> and that's really really a fact. But you know, those walks in the morning on the beach, if you are uh, more possibilities, if you are in the forest for wildlife, because there's less people walking back and forth. You know. And I always go for the fact that depending on how you choose to plan your vacation, that's the experience that you will get. Because, you know, if you don't like you, you didn't like to do all the touristy stuff and you can do the same experience, but not going to all the touristy places. But um, the prices is like the number one thing that I said, it makes a difference. Uh, How crowded it is. And the experience of enjoying the things uh, for you, of course, than rather than being, you know, coming in high season and finding a lot of people in a restaurant and on the beach, uh, walking through the rainforest or the dry forest. So it really, if it's September and October, I would say it's really rainy. But if the other months, it's worth it to take the chance to come during that time with a little bit of rain. Yeah, and I ha- I saw the most fantastic storms in July and August. I mean, they were just phenomenal. And you'd have a really oh great clear day all day, and then like a storm would roll in at night. And so, you know, sometimes it'd even knock the power out for a little bit. And I mean, just like 20 minutes max, and then it'd come back. It was just, it was awesome. I mean, the wind, the lightning, the thunder, um, it was just 
such a, it was the like fireworks out there. <laughs> I know it's, 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 well, when you see it, it's, it's, it's another, it's a whole different experience. It well, you, 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 you can speak also about everything because you were here, well, five, six months and you have come in different times of the year. So you were, you were very lucky uh, that you got to see the difference and appreciate each and one of them. Yes, yes, it was amazing. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, I Go ahead and tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. I will put all of this in the show notes. So, listener, if you are driving, um, don't worry about trying to take this down. Or if you're thinking, oh, Costa Rica has always been kind of on my list of places to go, things to see, um, you know, you can come back and look at it. And it, like I said, in the show notes, I'm going to put a bunch of pictures uh, from my time living there. And then I went there again in 2013. So I think it's about time again. But Soyle, if you could go ahead and say um, how people can get in touch with you, that would be great. Uh, of course. Uh, well, I would like to thank you again for this invitation. I feel very honored. Uh, you can check me out on Facebook. Uh, my page is a uh, Costa Rica exclusive travel and um, or through my email Costa Rica exclusive travel at gmail.com I'm building my webpage so as soon as it's ready I will post it on the Facebook page and of course uh, through Stephanie she will always uh, uh, hook me up with you um, it was a pleasure and I'm here as your friend if you have any questions or any um, thing that you would like to know about my country, I will be more than happy to help you with anything you might need. Yeah, thank you so much. And I, I really just have to say again that Soily, your experience is amazing. And listeners, if you are thinking about traveling to Costa Rica, um, Soily's company, what she does is, I, I forgot to mention this in the beginning, it's concierge-style travel. So Completely. it's not, it's, it's, it's customized to you. And, um, you know, while I was there, I actually got to go with Soily and meet with one of her clients. She sat down with her when she first got there. It was a woman. She had three kids with her, her husband. They actually brought um, a sitter to help with the third child so that they could, they didn't have to play zone defense. They could just <laughs> one-on-one. Um, but, you know, it was really great because you guys sat down. You got to know the kids. You got to know their ages. You talked to them about what they wanted to do. And then you presented the options that would be right for them, which was amazing. Um, and some of the trips you went on with them and were their acting tour guide so that you could educate them and other ones that wasn't really necessary. So you just helped book it and then they did it. And that's, I mean, that's just, I just, I can't imagine mm-hmm. doing travel any other way at this point to tell you the truth. And thank you. And like you said, uh, mine is very, it's very concierge. I put a name on my company because that's the way you build the page and everything, but it's me behind any picture, any experience, you know, I do from car rentals, lodging, anything you can imagine, chefs, nannies, you know, I want people to live, you know, the experience. And- <laughs> it's and, and it is an experience. Holy moly. Um, well, thanks for listening tonight. And I, like I said, I will put all of Soily's contact information. So whenever you're planning your trip to Costa Rica, you can um, ask her, ask me and have the best time ever. Have a great night.